This is Monday, December 18th. Do you feel that God has accepted you? Have you accepted yourself? Now, we're in our fourth week of our Advent series this year, and it's focused on joy. This week, we launch into the question of acceptance. We learn the joy of God accepting us, and he does this despite our condition. Now, acceptance, we learned last week, is one of the ways that we discover that we matter. Acceptance means being received as valuable and worthy as a human being. It means we are worthy of love and care. Now, there are many people who feel rejected. They feel condemned. They may feel rejected for their appearance or their body, their country of origin or skin color, their past, or their track record. But the good news is these things don't matter to God. He does not sort us out over these things. He knows us from the heart. He knows us as we actually are, made in his image and likeness. And that is where he finds us and accepts us. I like the way the psychologist Rick Blackman speaks to those he serves. He challenges people not to try to change or fix other people. He says, give up the husband or wife you dreamed of having and realize this is the one you actually have. Give up the child you dreamed of having and realize this is the one you actually have. You could fill in the blank. Husband, wife, son, daughter, friend, brother, sister. Yes, accept the one you actually have. And you see, this is what God shows us at the coming of Jesus. Our text today comes from Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now this is the announcement of the angel who visited the shepherds when Jesus was born. Let's notice a few things about what the, shep- what the angel says. First, the message is cause not just for joy, but for great joy. Now, to understand the power of this, let's remember that joy was not spoken of often by people during Jesus' time. It was not considered one of the basic emotions. There was pain and pleasure and sorrow, but no joy they often substituted pleasure for joy, but the two are very different. Joy is this durable gladness that we have been learning about. It's a gladness rooted in God and his promises that don't fade when we're struggling or even when we're suffering. Pleasure, on the other hand, comes and goes quickly. It cannot be counted on for the long haul. What could cause such joy such great joy that the angel is speaking about to the shepherds. That leads us to the second thing. The news is for all the people, not just good people or successful people or the important or religious people. Jesus came to be God with us, God with everyone, not just a few people. This means people who have struggled with life, people who wonder how God would care for them, 
people who are not bright and shiny or feel that they're not, people who often feel rejected or even condemned, people filled with pride who think they're just fine, people at the top of their game or people who have fallen apart. Jesus came for all of them. The good news of God comes for the entire world. Now, not everyone will receive Jesus, but Jesus has come for us all. We might ask, well, how could this be? It is because of the love of God. God throws out a wide net with his love. And love isn't something God does as much as who he is. So if we're wondering, how will God treat me in this moment? He's going to be loving. And that leads us to the third thing. How is God to be loving toward those who do wrong, those who do evil, those who have hurt others? The angel said, Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Jesus is the Messiah, the one God promised to send to save the people. You see, Jesus came on a rescue mission. He's come to restore us to God, no matter what it takes. And it's going to take the very, his very life from him. Now, in our world, we live with conditional love every day. People who say to us, I will love you when, or I will love you if. But God is not like that. He loves us freely and unchangeably. It is his love, not judgment, that works in us to change us from the inside out. And no, God doesn't love us with that as his motive. He simply loves us because he loves us, and he loves us as we are. On Sunday, I shared this quote from Brennan Manning. He said, God loves you unconditionally, as you are and not as you should be, because none of us is as they, we should be. It is the message of grace, a grace that pays the eager beaver who works all day long the same wages as the grinning drunk who shows up at ten till five. This grace is indiscriminate compassion. It works without asking anything of us. Grace is sufficient, even though we huff and puff with all our might, to try to find something or someone it cannot cover. Grace is enough because Jesus is enough. This is the message of Christmas. It's why Jesus has come, so that we might know and rest in God's acceptance of us. Let's pray. Your way is love, gracious God, yet we get stuck feeling self-condemned. Remind us of Jesus and that he was condemned for us. Help us to rest in his grace, for in his name we pray, amen. <music>